0: Hey, it's Matt, I'm back, uh, and I'm really glad you're listening to the Matt Ramage TV podcast. I know it's a, it says Matt Ramage TV in the name, but it's, it's just going to be a podcast for now. Anyway, um, this was supposed to be a solo show, and then I had uh, a friend say, Why, when are you going to have me on your podcast? And then I was like, oh shoot, now I have to have you on my podcast. So here he is, he's sitting right beside me, we're in Calgary, uh, his name is Alexander Ford.
1: to be here. I manipulated my way into this podcast and completely uh, challenged Matt's perspective on uh, what this podcast is supposed to be, which is kind of my specialty.
0: So I'm going to tell you, just so you know, Alexander Ford owns a company called Measurable Genius. I talked about them uh, in one of my episodes, Um, and he's my business coach. And uh, I'm in Calgary because I'm here for quarterly planning. But... uh, so here we are, we're making a show together, and it's going to be a little bit philosophical. This, this podcast is very much, this is for you, just as much, you, Alex, as much as people listening. This podcast is very much turned into a podcast for creative professionals. Um, and so today I want to just talk, so Alex doesn't know what we're going to talk about. I, I made a, after he asked me to be on the show, I was like, okay, let's do it. I said I, I wrote down what I want the show to be out about, and this is Alex's first time hearing the topic. So we're going to talk about egos right now, if that's okay. I'm down. <laughs> so I'm going to start with a bit of a story, and then we can kind of rant after that. Um, I used to think people hired me because I'm awesome or talented, and I'm really good at taking pictures. And that was my ego. And then so if people didn't hire me, it meant that, you know, I wasn't, they weren't affirming that belief of me being awesome. It would hurt. I would literally take it personally. Like I'd be like, why'd they hire someone else? And so now I've learned that's false. Um, And we talked about this yesterday. And so I'm just curious, like, what would you say just about ego and like being a creative professional?
1: Yeah, creatives. Um, I'm creative, even though I really try not to be. And um, I have this opportunity to observe my own ego pretty regularly. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm good at this because I I have this challenge myself. Like, my ego can activate so easily. Uh, what I've learned in my own life about ego is that. Generally speaking, if I'm attached to something, it's because I'm making it all about me. And I think there's an important distinction to be made because in not making it about me, it doesn't mean to become selfless. Like, to really transcend ego, it's almost like we can create creatively like this is great for creative types we get to create something that's bigger than both us and the people we get to serve like if we make it about them or we make it about me we're we're playing either to their ego or my ego but if we can create a vision and hold a vision for what we want for people without it necessarily needing to come from us but still serving we can um we can't get rid of the ego we can't destroy the ego we can't avoid the ego but we can sort of like fly fly over it like we can move around it with a creative vision that helps people and doesn't necessarily mean they have to buy that shit from me
0: yeah it's okay you told me about an exercise i think this was on a a group call we had Write down 200 things you wish for your customers, whether they, I think it was whether they buy from you or not. Yeah. And so I haven't done it yet, but the, even the idea of it, like, I love it. It's like,
1: yeah, like we, we can either enroll, uh, ourselves or others into a vision or we end up enrolled by our circumstance and the ego loves circumstance. Circumstance gives us these reasons it gives us this um, ca- this chaos that we can feel very important in organizing by applying meaning and and saying like this happened because of this or this happened because of this, and all of that is transcended when we look at the people we want to serve, look at the the people who we want to have enjoy the creative result that we stand for, and we can we can hold the vision that what we believe is good for people is something that those people can have without it necessarily going through us. So like I want business owners and entrepreneurs who uh, are run purpose driven organizations to increase the scale of their impact and to expand the, the quantity of opportunity and challenge available to them to help them grow. And I want that for you. And I want that for for business owners whether I play a part in it or not and the more I affirm that belief the more I can be curious and okay with people's choices to find that path even when those choices don't include me it has nothing to do with me
0: you said something today that really stuck with me about um, invite invitation versus obligation and I feel like Going to the ego side of myself as a starting out, like starting out as a photographer, I felt like I'm sure I put obligational pressure on people to hire me. Or at least I felt they should be that. I felt they should be obligated to hire me because they knew me or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you needed them. Yeah. Because like literally, I don't know. I don't know why I needed them actually. Right. And I just believed I did.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's easy. We could be like, well, I needed them for the money. But it's like oftentimes we need them to do it just because that aligns with with what we think they like like they
0: should do, yeah, like, like it made it would I needed it because it made me feel good enough, yeah, actually
1: that that psychology I find comes from like this idea that like you can lose something like like if they don't pick me, they pick someone else, and I've lost. I've lost the game, I've lost the battle, I've lost the opportunity, I've lost the cash i've lost the friendship i've lost something when they don't choose me
0: and so what what's the reciprocal of that like
1: well i mean by right. definition that's like a scarcity psychology it's
0: like which is easy to have when you're starting out as yeah, an entrepreneur especially if you're overextended yeah. or you
1: don't have savings or you don't have a mechanism by which you're earning a revenue it can be very practical it can it also it can also be like the idea that um, people people should buy my art because my art is somehow better than other people's art or stands out from other people's art or in buying my art people are affirming the idea that I am above other people in some kind of hierarchy I've created where it's like this competition for resource or this competition for attention or competition for, for value.
0: And that is definitely like an artist's like dilemma.
1: Yeah. But that's comparative value. Like if I value, if I value my art or I value my gift or I value my service relative to something else, then by definition, someone's a winner and someone's a loser if I create a story in my mind that my art has value because my vision has value and it's not relative to another artist or another business owner or another photographer. If I recognize the value of my art because of the results it produces for people, not because of what I think I do, right? There's like what I do. And then there's a result. There's the airplane and there's the destination. If the destination is what's important to me, I'm selling the destination, and if they happen to get there on my airplane, I'm glad. If they get to the destination on your airplane, I'm glad because I'm enrolled in the destination. If I'm attached to my airplane, if you don't ride on my airplane, that makes me sad.
0: Like in the ego side. Yeah. 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 So, how does, like, so, you know, I think through the stuff we've done together, I've learned to kind of put my flag in the sand and like stand for something. I stand for being a storyteller as a creative and I stand for photographs that are beautiful later, not just now and photos that like are are made to last. Like there's a, there's an inspiration to it and I feel like by doing that it's easier to just put out that's what I do and then say, and you're invited to be part of that and kind of welcome in. Um, people who think that would be great um, people who like stories what I've found is when I so this kind of started with vlogging just telling people what I do and what I like and I'm getting to work with people the new people are coming into my life that are I'm connecting with because they value that as well and back to that whole like people should hire me verse, for how talented I am I'm, I'm, I feel like I've I've bridged that gap to, I tell stories and people who value, perhaps perhaps they value their family, they love their family and they get to work with me. Working with me, I guess, gives them an opportunity to honor that. And so I guess I'm just, I can be many different solutions for different people, but um, maybe the biggest shift for me is being okay that not everybody works with me. The people who do work with me, I connect with more than ever, and there's just this open invitation. And I feel like even as a creative, it's so freeing um, to be okay with not people not working with me. And almost like it's almost maybe become this thing where it's like, you wait, 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 you might not want to work with me because this is how I do it. Just like just we're gonna I'm gonna lay the cards out, we, yeah. The, the discovery calls, and I'm like. Hey, just so you know, this is what we believe in, this is how we do it. And I'm like, hey, just just in case, like you should just know this before you ever we go any further.
1: Yeah, like I wanna help you make a great decision in your life. Like when when we really truly come from a place of service, it's like I wanna help you make a great decision in your life. And so like the vision that I stand for or I'll speak for you, like the vision that you stand for is to help um, families and brides tell stories that will mean something for years to come, right? Mm -hmm. And that will most certainly inform your approach and it impacts your pricing. And it shifts like the behaviors that you're going to demonstrate in producing that value. You value that. And so you, you stand for that. And so you are creating these videos and you're creating these stories and you're creating this podcast and you're creating this, this body of art that doesn't just help brides work with you to tell their story, but it helps brides awaken to the idea that the photography that they capture at their wedding can tell a story. Like like brides could see their wedding photography as the telling of their story and that shift in perspective that you can create for them through their content could impact someone on the other side of the world. You can't necessarily photograph them if you don't even know they exist (laughs) or they have no way of contacting you or you're not traveling to, to do their wedding. But can you imagine that the idea that you have this vision that these photographs can tell a story that means something to these brides until the day that they die and then to have a bride on the other side of the world become enrolled in that vision you've you've impacted that person and that will create because it matters to you you are you can be fulfilled by that without it becoming a a cash transaction and I think when you realize that fulfillment and growth and inspiration is its own reward and that growth goes beyond economic exchange and like playing this, this game of making money and selling services, the fulfillment becomes the point and fulfillment is like an abundant perspective. It's like, it's fulfilling for me to Experience someone else transform in a way that aligns with what matters to me because that story means something to me I don't need to be paid for that and so all of a sudden it's like if that resonates and you're fulfilled by that and it matters to you and you want to work with me I would love to work with you and I'm fulfilled watching you live out the possibility for you of of having a story tell, told through
0: your wedding photography. So there's creative professional, there's a creative professional listening to this. Let's say yeah, and they're starting out and and they want to put their flag in the sand and but they don't know where to put it. How how would you as a bit of practical advice how like what's the easiest way to even learn, get on the path to figuring that out or what's a quick way to even figure maybe part of that out
1: i i would ask i would ask the creative professional to look look into their life for what what they want for people as a as a principle like I'll speak directly to you, creative professional. (laughs) What, what would mean something to you to see in a person's life transform that makes your contribution or makes witnessing their enrollment into that vision worth it, whether they buy from you or not? What Change what cause or what mission, what transformation, what story do you want for someone, whether they achieve that story with your help or not? Because that cause transcends all economics. It's not to exclude the economics, it just transcends it.
0: There's a definite benefit of that, though. Like, by doing that, by being that clear, you will get, like, a better connection. Like, I I believe that's how you find your best clients. They'll
1: pick up on that. It's like like becoming their fiduciary. It's like people want to know you have their best interests in mind. People want to know that they can trust and depend on you. And the way they do that is by seeing that you're not, you're not, if you, p- people have this barometer, they know if you're sacrificing yourself. They don't want that. They don't want, they don't want you to be unsustainable. They want you to be able to care for your family. They want you to be able to, to pay your bills. They want you to be able to do that. They don't want to be receiving something at your expense. And they also don't want to be ripped off. They don't want you to succeed at their expense. And so they, they can feel when you step into a vision for them. That this is no longer about you or me getting more than, than another. Like, this isn't about me making money and you, you know, doing things as cheaply as possible. It's not about them getting something because I'm altruistically sacrificing myself for them. This is like, I have a vision and I know what's necessary to get there. And I'm going to take a stand for that vision for you because I believe in it. And it's going to be hard. And it's going to come with challenge and it comes with certain expenses. And so the price is the price and the details are the details. And if you want this vision, I can take you there. And that certainty is transcendent of sales process. Like when I get on a sales call with someone, I'm not on that sales call to sell them stuff. I'm on that sales call to qualify if they want to get on the boat That's leading to the destination that I know I can take them to if they're ready. But that starts with the destination in mind. The destination matters more than my needs or their needs or the circumstance that we share. It's the vision over the circumstance. So the vision must come first. The vision must be without my agenda, it's just what I stand for, what I value. What I think is best for them
0: that's awesome well i'm gonna i'm gonna give Alex a plug here um, I came to his workshop in I talked about this in the other episode. I saw an ad on Facebook, and this guy I don't know from Calgary comes up and uh, and he says, "Your values are who you are, whether." Or unless something transgental or traumatic happens to you, did I get it right? Uh, something like
1: that the, your values are who you are unless something like traumatic or significantly emotional distracts you from them.
0: And this came at a time where I felt very lost as a creative and uh, and I've heard there's rhythms for that. I've been doing this for thirteen years this summer, which is boggles my mind and found success. And then I've also felt like, you know, as a creative, just like, Oh man, am I on the way out? Like, is this the end? And that's so sad. And I, it's a very emotional feeling of not good enough. And you know, like uh, it doesn't matter. I just felt lost. And I, I, I would, I would put that into, I didn't feel like I knew who I was and the the episode was called my 10 out of 10 where I was talking about not being able to answer that question. And, uh, that's where I found Alex. He runs a company called measurable genius and he has helped me find out my values and my vision and, and walked me through some really challenging, um, and rewarding. Um, what's the words I'm looking for? Like you could call it a path like the word that comes to mind is just like the quarters. Quests. Quests, we'll call it Missions. Missions. Um, Transformations. Yeah, like it's been really great for me as a person because I'm getting clear about who I am, what I do, and I'm finding that the better I am at that, the better I am serving my clients because I continue to get better at the thing I love and I'm working with people who love The thing I make. And isn't it awesome when you get something from someone and you love what they're making and they love making it and it's just like the perfect recipe anyway? Um, His name's Alexander Ford. He's in Calgary. Uh, If you want to try it out, he does this thing called Command and Conquer every quarter and that's why I'm here. And uh, it's a standalone awesome event where, um, I think you would be challenged and find, um, you'd find, start to find your voice as a, as a creative. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what it was for me. So you have anything else you want to say? Your ad?
1: Yeah. I just love to say that the, the workshop and my, my vision and, and what I stand for is, is, is ultimately growth. um, it seems like something that can happen automatic it seems like something that would be obvious or by default and what i am observing more and more clearly as my mission unfolds and as we have the opportunity to work with our clients and also to expand into the market and meet so many more creative professionals and coaches and consultants and service providers is that that growth is not automatic there's systems in the universe that move us towards growth, but true fulfillment, I believe comes from growth. And if we go too long without it, I think we feel maybe the way you are feeling. And so what I would describe is that you've grown. Oh yeah. And you are growing. And this workshop is a part of that.
0: And yeah, it's it's become a ritual for me.
1: Yeah. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be a part of your growth. I'm grateful to witness it. I mean, if you hadn't bought it from me, I'd be looking like a proud father. Like, like look at you fucking grow, dude. You know, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but I did. Um, yeah. So if you want to grow... Or just a we'll little hit the explicit. <laughs> if, if you want to grow, I want to help you with that. And if that means I help you with my content, or it means I help you with a conversation on a discovery call, or if it means I help you at a live workshop, or if I help you by becoming a mentor, you join my coaching program or subscribe to my agency, like whatever it looks like, I want to inspire you to remember that, um, to really create a meaningful and fulfilling life where you get to find that vision and refine it and re-clarify it and continue to foster it and nurture it is that it will grow to the degree you grow, which is why our relationship is probably never going to end. And it's. taught
0: He's talking about my relationship with him.
1: Yeah, I'm talking to Matt. You're all, you can be in the audience. <laughs> I just, I've, I want to help you grow. I, I love growth. I think I've, you know, ha- I have some uh, capability to foster that growth. And um, I'm grateful for the opportunity.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm glad you uh, asked me to be on the show. Um, forced myself in. Yeah, I don't mind it. <laughs> I went and... Actually, this is a true story. I looked at my phone under... I do a lot of notes on my phone and my Mac, which I'll kind of collaborate or um, collects together. And there was already a questionnaire for, for Alex, actually, which I'm going to save because he's going to be on my other show Before the Dust Settles with uh, my friend Dustin Ratzlaff. Uh, who knows when? I think maybe this coming quarter might actually happen.
1: That'd be good. So...
0: Yeah, really excited to have you on, um, and thanks for thanks for listening. Um, Alexander loves growth. That's what she said. <laughs> we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. That's pretty good. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny.